Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. No soup for you. You have been chopped. Fuck off you, you fat useless sack of fucking Yankee stanky doodle shite. I like gas. Bam! Bam! Very serious. Rob Burmeister, the culinary renegade, and next to me is Chef Clemenza Caserta Jr. Wow, you scared the shit out of me. I don't even know what you're like. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course, like anything else, you know, the computers, one of our computers is out. I've been trying to, uh, you yeah, know, reboot and reprogram yeah. some things here, and uh, next I just thing want you to know, I'm alive. Yeah, I just want to get rid of all of my electronics and get new stuff, but I just can't. I know. And then that'll be out of date in six months anyway. So. Well, that's just it, though. You never buy anything new. I'm sorry. Like, even my phone. I got the Galaxy S6. I bought this phone less than a year ago. Right. And the 7 already out. Yeah. And this ain't worth garbage now. I know. And the 5, which is still a better phone, I think, than the 6 almost. Uh, it's just crazy. You yeah. know, you're talking you're not talking about a $200 device. You're talking about a $600, yeah. $700 freaking device. Yeah, exactly. You can get laptop like this laptop here. I paid two hundred and fifty bucks for, and it lasts me about a year. So, you know. Okay. Okay, I get so distracted with Philomena. Well, she was giving us a little important message there, but uh, we're waiting for our guest. Hopefully, he's going to call in. He may not be. That's cool. So. uh, No biggie. Yeah, no big deal. So, how was your week, there, Clemenza? A little scary. My mom got we had to take her into the emergency room. You know. Yeah. And uh but thank God everything's okay. Alright, good. Everything's okay. She's gotta go for another test, but uh nothing life threatening, thank God. And, uh, right, good. That's it, man. And, you know, I had the parade yesterday on Staten Island. Yeah. And that so I went, uh, I got drunk, you know. Okay. I went over to my cousins around nine thirty AM. Started drinking, eating, walked up to the parade around noon, and there was a bomb scare. Now, I heard right. you saw your 
old babysitter, Colleen, there. Yeah, I saw Colleen, I saw Lisa, yeah. I saw you know, a bunch of people from Steinies, where my dad works. But yeah, there was they, the parade was an hour behind because there was an old guy with a box that left it out in front of the bank and walked away. So they they had the bomb squad come and everything, really? and they had to shut it down. Yeah. What did and the old a, guy look like? They say it was an old guy with a beard and a flannel shirt or something like that. So whatever. So you know they had the helicopters. And what I want to know is what was in the box. Yeah, exactly. Well, I had everything. I was walking down the street, and all of a sudden I had to go two blocks down, go all the way around, come back. It was like a ten minutes out of my way just now, to avoid the Now, you know scare. that the Italians invented the St. Patrick's Day Parade. And the, and the bomb scare. And the bomb scare, <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> I, I wrote that in tonight's show thing. You know, talking about St. Patrick's Day, corned beef, many beers. Clem will say the Italians invented St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> <blah, blah, blah. laughs> Yeah, but it was good, you know. I was hanging out at my cousin's house with the Richmond County Pipers. So, of course, I was like, dude. Musical band or a bunch of crackheads? (laughs) (laughs) No, they got the bagpipes and drums, and uh, you're looking at the new member. I'm going to start in three weeks to go get Well, I used to hang out with the South Beach Pipers, and we all had a crack (laughs) (laughs) staff. But yeah, it was a totally different time in my life and a totally different group of people. Yeah. And he was used to march at a parade when there was no parade going on. Tina's saying she has no audio. Okay, so she can't she can't hear us. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, we're we're on us. though, we're on. We were about a minute delayed. Okay. Well she should be able to hear us at this point in time though, no? Yeah. Of course. But she's saying she can't. Yeah, we're on. All right. We're on. We're, going, we're on Skype. We got everything going. So, okay. you know, we'll, we'll see. I'm going to check it out here. I'm going to go. Well, here's the thing. Blog talks, people got to understand it's not us. We're prepared. As unprepared as we are, we're prepared. Right. And the thing is this Blog talk, like any computer and any phone, there's constantly updates. And unfortunately, they always decide to update at 8 o'clock on a Monday night. <laughs> right. Figuring that. It's the least most popular time that there is, which is right in the beginning or middle of our radio show. Right. But sometimes, you know, we can't help these things, you know, and I'm glad Blog Talk's up there, and I think they kind of screwed everything up now a little bit. But, um, you know, the program's constantly updating, the network's constantly updating, right. the studio's constantly updating. So, I mean, it's all for the benefit of us and you listeners. So, you know, you got to be patient and bear with us. It's not like we got millions of dollars and... We broadcast over the top of the Empire State Building or something like that, but, you know, right, right. we're coming to you live at a Burmeister's house right here in whatever fucking neighborhood we're in. Yeah, so we're on, yeah. Yeah, live right now, so yeah. Yep, we got it, we got it. All right. That always spooks me. Yeah, me too, because well, you know well, what Well, that's, you know, we're speaking about uh, old computers and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> they don't work, so, yeah, well, it's, it's working. Yeah, we so gotta get you into the new iPhone generation there, pal. Yeah, I gotta get. I gotta look up today after the show's over. I'm telling you, let me talk upgrade. to AT&T, whoever your cell phone provider is. I'll have you in that seven plus for free behind the door before it even comes out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna give you the ten. Joe the Apple himself will be delivering it. <laughs> Frankie Apple, whatever his fucking name is. <laughs> yeah. Frankie Mac. Yeah. So the the parade was cool, man. I hung out down at Rustic Music. They had a couple of kegs. They had a keg of Guinness, a keg of green beer, 
corned beef, shepherd's pie, and I didn't have to brave the packed, miserable bars. Yeah, there's another party going on at Lisa and Colleen and them guys. Yeah, down on my old block, Hebberton, yeah. Port Richmond. Yep, Hebberton. Okay. And, you know, there was all the house parties. Now I'm at the age now, I'm, the crowds, I want to punch all these kids. They have no etiquette. No. You know? So I stick to all these parties, and I get my drink on, and, you know, I didn't drive. I walked around. Well, that's just it, though. You know, I, I would go to a lot of these things, but I just, I have no bases anymore. Yeah. I'm, I would wind up going to jail. Because I would definitely wind up knocking somebody, or probably even get knocked out myself. Exactly. But I just, you know what it is? There's a lack of respect with this generation. Mm-hmm. I don't care how say it. There's a lack of respect, and, you know, part of the problem is, is some of the parenting, too. Oh, yeah. You can't hit kids anymore. You know? So, you know, but it was cool. You know, hanging out with all the bands and stuff, and I'm psyched, because that's on my bucket list. I went, I was part of the Staten Island Pipers, and I did... I was taking lessons, and I was just about now, was to get... Was that formerly the Boston Pipers, or was that just the Staten Island Pipers? Staten Island Pipers. Okay. <laughs> and, you know, I was just about to get my bagpipes, and then dart season started up. It was like I was like 19, 20 years old, so I played darts instead on Tuesday nights. But now, Thursday nights, I'm going to go hang out with these guys. They'll teach me how to play the pipes. I get the cool kilt and everything, and, you know, I'm also going to play drums for them in the, in the meantime, like while I'm learning... So I'm pretty psyched. All right. Cross that off the bucket list. All right. And then I get to skydive with my kilt on and no underwear. That that's my next one. <laughs> I'm scared to death of heights, but I wanna do skydiving just before no, I die. I wanna do skydiving and I wanna do scuba diving on ants. All right. Or magic mushrooms. Nice. Naked. I wanna be naked, tripping out on mushrooms, scuba diving and search for buried treasure. <laughs> That's really what I want to do. I want to zip line. I would love to zip line too. Yeah. But I think they got to like I got to like triple zip line. Because <laughs> I don't think one zip's gonna be enough. I think I may think right now. Yeah. Line. How do you want to zip line together? That's be even worse. Why we need not? we getting like six zip lines to hold the both of us up. <laughs> I'd be like a fucking cow, like a slam of meat on a hook. Going down the fucking now. You scrape your ass across yeah, the ground. Exactly. <laughs> now, when we were kids, in the back of the woods, in the back of the arcade, we had zip lines. We had motorcycles, we had fire pits, we had a huge clubhouse. But yeah. we found like an old meat hook, and my buddy Bobby, who was very crafty and creative, tied the thing from the tree to the other tree. We used to zip line onto the roof of the clubhouse. It was fantastic. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's cool stuff, but uh, you know, like now it's like you could when you when you're over forty. You think you can die on everything? Yeah, I'm paranoid on everything. Yeah. I, I don't like roller coasters because I can't get that thing down over me. It doesn't clamp. No, I know. Enough. I get like two clicks, and I'm like, I ain't going on this. Yeah, no way. I don't think two clicks is enough. Nah, fucking horrible. So uh, let's get into some news. CTF News with Big and Beefy. All right, well, speaking of one of your bucket list things, it's kind of like that. There's a story on GrubStreet.com. Meet the celebrated chef who cooks secret marijuana dinners to promote pot culture. There you go. Now, you don't pay for it. You don't look. You you don't know. He just invites 20 guests every once in a while. And this guy was... Where is this? Is this in New York? You don't even know. It's it's New York's it's one of New York's well known cooks of Filipino cuisine. And 
dude, pick me, Monty. Yeah, well, that, that's what's cool. It's um, here we go. The, uh, since we we might call Bailey legal in New York State, possession of less than twenty-five grams is a ticketed offense, and the state's new medical marijuana program has some of the toughest restrictions in the country. But this is an underground supper club, New York's first underground marijuana fine dining experience. Includes shrimp stews, deviled eggs, biscuits, and fried green tomatoes. I see the cannabis cured lox. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, it's it, it's it's pretty cool because um, I'm trying to find like how the guy. Yeah, that, that's a contradiction in itself. But listen to what you just said. And here's the thing: less than 25 grams is a ticket, and they won't do shit about it. So you can smoke the legal, the illegal good stuff, and get a ticket. But the people for the medical use who really fucking need it, that's right. the toughest restriction in the fucking country. Right. And then you wonder why people fucking commit crime, you dumb son of a beast. Yeah. But I just said fucking twice and didn't want to curse and said son of a beast. But, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but think about that for a second. Yeah. Well, the guy is Chef Miguel Trinidad. And, you know, the guy that got into this, like, it's it's pretty wild, man. Well, dude, let me tell you something. As someone who needs a medical marijuana prescription and is totally eligible for it in any fucking state, I will tell you this. And the edibles are fantastic. And it's not it's not from the point of, of getting the high, getting the buzz. I mean, yeah, that's the added bonus, I guess, to it. But, again, the medicinal purpose of it, the anxiety goes away. and The pressure of some of the pain goes away. And people don't realize that it really does help. And it's natural. It's a yeah. natural thing that grows out of the ground. Yeah. Here it is. He, this guy, Trinidad, creates his own can of oils and can of butters to use while cooking and like a weed sommelier, curates the meal based on the strain he has to work with. Wow, yeah. Well, you know what? It, it, it depends on, let me tell you something. I've, I've cooked many times with marijuana in the past, and it's just, even some of the weaker strains work fantastic. Right. Yeah. You know, it all depends. And I think different strains, I know different strains affect you differently. Right. Like it does, that's the given, but I mean, cooking with it and the edible part of it, like some are more for anxiety, some are more for pain, some is more of a body high. Right. You know, and, and it, it, it's, I think it's a great thing. I think it's an absolute great thing. Yeah. Well, this guy worked with Hawaiian Kush on this dinner. Nice. And, uh, he said it goes well with his Filipino flavors, but they do Lat- Latino and stuff. I'm still trying to... Ooh. Here we go. The first course on Trinidad's dinner is a creamy tomato soup topped with a blue cheese, crostini, and basil oil. The blue cheese is medicated with two milligrams of canna oil and no trace of marijuana flavor. The next course is a green market salad topped with a medicated citrus dressing. The pot flavor is muted, but the time the third course comes out, bright beet results. think we're on. You know, it's going. I just don't know what's going on. All right. So, you know, the guy said that he was actually walking through, like he went into this abandoned building, walked through hallways, took an elevator up, and it was like this little makeshift kitchen 
with 20 people sitting around, like jewelers and all like these people that didn't know each other. Well, pretty wild, you know? Kind of dig that. I'd be a little scared, but I'd be into it. Yeah. All right, we got a caller. Should we pick this up or just... Yeah, let's pick uh, it up. Let's see who it is. Why not? We'll continue the news in a minute. All right. Hey, what's up? You're chewing the fat with Big and Beefy. Hey, guys. Hey, what's up? Is this uh, Chef Ed? No. Who do we got here? This is Vine. Who? Raven. Raven. Hey, I didn't notice the number. And you you sound like a young kid. What happened to that de- demon voice? What's up, pal? I, I'm on my phone instead of my gear. <laughs> ah, I gotcha. All right, yeah. Welcome back, pal. How you doing? I'm all right. I'm all right. Yeah, yeah. Well, the the stream dropped. I could hear you guys trying to find it when I called in, but uh, apparently it's playing ping pong. It came back online. Yeah, the, the, okay. everything. My uh, things were popping up on my computer, and it said I was trying to call into another show, but I wasn't really. You know, a little crazy. Well, you know the deal with BlogTalk. BlogTalk's upgrading its system, and, of course, we're feeling the full effect of that, so. They love doing it on Monday night. You were talking about my favorite subject. (laughs) 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 Well, it was pretty wild, man. I mean, the the stuff looked really good. And, but you you can't even find out about it. Yeah, you can't find (laughs) out about it. You actually get an invite, like an anonymous invite. And they tell you where to go, and you have to pass a, a bunch of things to actually get in. So, kind of dig that. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing like yeah, some peanut you know. butter, you know, eating and you don't even know that you're getting high. It's great. Yeah, well, that, that's the thing you guys were touching on that. It's the CBD versus the THC. Right. Uh, high CBDs are good for pain and seizures, where THC is where you get stoned. So, yeah, exactly. I'm not going to risk the big words. I'm just going to use the abbreviations. <laughs> <laughs> I pretend to be smart on radio. Oh, yeah. So how you been, my friend? You going to be on I'm the air so or what? Um, That's kind of still up in the air now that I'm all the way across the country again. I Where are you now? I'm in the studio. Where are so you now? now? I'm in the process. I'm out west again. That's all I'm going to say. After all the hell I went through to get here and and the uh, uh, bit of a personal issue that happened. Right. And uh, yeah, I don't want anyone to know where the hell I am. <laughs> <laughs> Once I'm settled and ready, I'll 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 admit to where I am. But right now, no one knows. Nice. You got to. You have to start a new show called Raven Off the Grid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, Scary Places is in the works right now. So. Yeah. Because no, I got well, a bunch of haunted stuff around here. Yeah, what I'm happened? You. Yeah, I, I've done a couple of shows. I took on Valentine's Day, on the vault, but uh, it, nice. it's a, a here and there sort of thing. I got a couple of projects in the works. Oh, very nice. Very nice. Plus, I have an inn at the local rock station here, so I might be doing something on terrestrial. Ah, cool. Sometimes the move is good. Sometimes the move is good. Mm hmm. Oh, yeah, Yeah, I I know. When I move from the living room to the kitchen, it's fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I've gotten more done in the three months that I've been here than the year I was in Virginia, so. Yeah. 
I totally get it, so, man. I totally get it. Oh, you got a well, message recently as well, but hey, let's get right, back to the show. <laughs> all right. Yeah, I'm well. Like I said, everything is all fucked up on my phones, my computers. I just want to throw everything out the window and start anew because people are telling me they're leaving me messages or they're texting me. I'm not getting anything. And then like one day I'll get 30 texts from Mary or something. They'll just yep. start popping up through my thing, or I'll get like a, another text. I'll answer it, and then they say I never answered back. I need new shit. Nothing's holding their charges. It's just horrible. Yep, and well, that's the thing. Here's the thing that pissed me off about that, too. They got a new phone, like the Droid. The Droid came out, the Verizon Droid came out with now that is a total shatterproof screen and total waterproof phone. Now, that's been out before, but it's been what they call water-resistant right. and shatterproof. Now, this screen you can't break. Now, Samsung, who's the premier device, and Apple, who are the premier device, why are you continuously giving me the fucking glass screen that when you drop it for a fucking a half a second, cracks into a million pieces? So you have to pay and get another one. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Because it's a piece of shit. We have the technology to do all this stuff. And, you know, why do we got to keep changing phones? Why can't you upgrade my existing phone? Right. And if they're buying a new phone and wasting all this shit, make us pay 50 bucks for an upgrade to make the phone better. Right. Rather than have to go through and get a whole new device. Because they want money. Yeah, but hey, what do I know? Yeah, they're basically useless after about six months. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm now finally going to crack and go buy a PS4 because instead of $399, I can get it for $199. Nice. And you know what? It didn't pay you to buy it for $400, like yeah. an idiot. No way. None of that shit is worth it. But people wait online, they, they piss all their money away. Like I finally broke and got a smart TV and I paid... Three seventy nine for an LG fifty five inch smart Roku three D TV. Nice. Three seventy nine. If you would fucking a year ago, that TV was seven hundred dollars, eight hundred dollars, yeah. nine hundred dollars. Yep. But you also bought it on before Super Bowl Sunday. Okay. And it was a deal. Okay. Crazy no, deal. we we get that, but the, it's not the point. The point is that <laughs> you wait. The longer you wait, you don't buy anything when it first comes out because it just does not hold the value. Right. It's not you're, you're paying to pay the test. Right, yeah. exactly. You, you buy it right away, you, you get suckered into testing and getting all the bugs. Wait at least a year. Yeah. Unlike the loophole they've given you with Windows 10. Well, <laughs> we got it. Well, I, I upgraded on Windows 10 and my computer's horrible now. Yeah. Like it's slow as shit. Well, we got a real yeah, important it, 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 right now. It, it's a fun little game. It, it, it's just to make you buy new tech. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Great. If it's more than a couple years old, they just want you to buy new tech. Yeah, exactly. All right, well, let's do some more news. You were talking about the hot dogs, Burger King hot dogs. And they're actually week. good. They're very good. I will say it's a good hot dog. Yeah, well, against all possible odds, people are actually buying Burger King hot dogs. Yeah, it's a good hot dog. Yeah. I got to say this. It's actually a very good bun. It's almost like a flatbread bun folded in half. All right. It's a good hot dog bun. It's a grilled dog. It's a tasty dog. Now, they put pickle, relish, and onion and mustard on it, but they put a little bit too much mustard, and they use a cheaper yellow mustard if you like yellow mustard. But overall, I really can't complain. It was a good hot dog. Right. I would go back and buy that hot dog again. Like, that's... Here's a picture of one. It looks fucking nasty. But, uh... That hot dog looks nothing like the hot dog I got. They look like the original picture. I got a pretty-looking hot dog. Yeah. 
Well, the CEO of Burger King's largest operator, Carol's Restaurant Group, claims to sell like hotcakes. Describing the response as overwhelming, he says they're selling 80 to 120 hot dogs per store per day. Well, here's the thing. Where else can you go get a hot dog anymore? Right. Think about that. Especially if it's not a hot dog car, you yeah. can't find a hot dog. You really can't find a hot well, dog. Or you get a mom and pop shop that has yeah. them on the menu, but you can't. You can't get a hot dog anymore. Nope. And meanwhile, there should be, and I always think about it, it was worth to open up just like a hot dog shop or yeah. something like that and have a million different toppings. Because no one has a hot dog. I ain't had it. My thing was clem dogs. C-L-E-M-D-A-W-G-S, clem dogs. <laughs> yeah, and I love them. I love hot dogs. Can't help it. Well, look at this now. Whole Foods tried selling pre-peeled oranges. Wrong move. So here they are. They're trying to be like all, you know, uh, earth-friendly and stuff. They peel an orange and has a natural cover on them, and they put them in these plastic containers that are winding up in landfills. Yeah. And overcharging you. Yeah. So, like, what the fuck? And well, they, that's, that's the thing that really pisses me off. You see... Especially, I, I hate to say it, but all the Italian fucking Sally Marias, they always have to cut up fruit in these thick, heavy plastic containers. And even a padlock and stuff on the padlock, but stop and shop. It's like $9 for a plastic container of fruit. Yeah. For $9, I can go out and buy fruit and fill up like nine of them myself. Right. But the people are lazy, so they don't want to yeah. do it. And if you're running in there, you're like, I want to be healthy for lunch. Is, it's all shitty fruit that's in there. Yeah. Yeah, I'll put in the good fruit. No, it's only it's like three melons. It's always cantaloupe, watermelon, and honeydew yes. with like a strawberry in it. It's got one color. strawberry cut in half and eight blueberries. Was that the yeah. other night when we pulled? Yes, that was from uh, Lovelli's. Lovelli's. Yeah, Not it's like even like remember Not the cans of fruit cocktail? That it was like with the syrup and stuff. There was always one half of a maraschino cherry. Yeah, yeah. and it was always at the bottom. You had to dig for it and fight for it when you were Yeah, it was grapes, peaches, and apricots in syrup. But, yeah, so Whole Foods. And they just, not too long ago, a few months ago, they came out with asparagus water. They had bottled water that they put three uh, sprigs of, three, like, stalks of uh, asparagus in it and sold it for, like, $7 a bottle. Here's the better question. Who the would drink asparagus water. I don't know. Well, they say, oh, well, they probably on the shelf, they're saying, oh, asparagus is good for this, good for that. And now, I will say this. My, my mom, she makes what I like to call in Italian mushada vegetables. Mushy vegetables. Right. She's 72 years old. She likes the vegetables soft. But she boils the broccoli with pieces of whole, you know, garlic cut in half, extra virgin olive oil, a little bit of salt, and then just lets it get all mushy. But the water that, you know, she puts it in a container, she strains most and keeps a little water. But I actually drink that water cold sometimes. Yeah. And it's fantastic. Yeah. And I feel like I get cleansed out a little bit like You probably do. In a couple of different ways. Yeah, exactly. Uh, broccoli water, you can't have eaten. It's like uh, shit central. But uh, cucumber water is good. I fucking hate cucumber water. I was uh, on. Okay, I'm going to tell you a story about cucumber water. We were going somewhere filming on Hell's Kitchen. And we're all walking through, and everybody's like, oh, look, water. I didn't realize I'm so fucking burned sometimes. I didn't see the million cucumbers floating in the water. So I filled this big glass of water, I think a big chunk. And <laughs> I turned around, I spit it out right in the girl's face, all over the girl, all over the counter. It was the most disgusting thing I've ever had. And everybody's thinking, like, oh, yeah, this is good, cucumber water. I'm like, I don't understand it. I don't get it. I don't agree with it. I think it's fucking retarded. I, well... 
I don't drink like I wouldn't buy it, but I like making it sometimes. A couple of slices, some lemon. I could see with the lemon maybe, but this was just like cucumbers thrown in water. You're gonna put mint in it too, Rob. Yeah, mint uh, actually work yeah, well. Yeah, mint's all right, but you know, like I like doing that in the summer. Yes. But not in my house. There's always in a restaurant I worked at, <laughs> so I can fuck around with it, use all the cucumbers, and if I didn't like it, I toss it. <laughs> but if I have to go and buy cucumbers and do it, and, that's the thing. A lot of this stuff I want to do, but I'm not paying. Like I just want to throw fruit in a blender with ice and a little juice. But I'm not buying it. It's fucking expensive. I know. <laughs> but when you're in a restaurant, it's fun to throw it all in there because Absolutely. you got a flat of strawberries when you like I, screw it. I heard that cleans out your digestive tract. It, it does, does, yeah. Yep. Well, I, I mean, because it's, you know, you're getting fruit. I don't eat fruit all the time, so. I don't well, know. here's an interesting story. Peeps have three new mystery flavors. And by popular vote, some this um, popsugar.com uh-huh. has taken a vote, and the first flavor they're saying by most guesses, is chocolate or hot chocolate. The second flavor, people are saying it's either butter or buttered corn on the cob or buttered popcorn. Ooh, that would be good. I'm a big and, fan of that jelly bean. And the third one is fruit punch, berry, or cherry, or sour cherry. And they're all white. They all come white. Oh, too. a little mystery flavor. Yeah, yeah. What was the first one again? They're either saying it's chocolate or hot chocolate. All right. I would like the buttered popcorn one. I like the buttered popcorn jelly bean, but it freaks me out after you eat like a cherry and then something else, and you don't know you got that buttered right. popcorn flavor. Yeah. But I like them on their own. Yeah, but not a whole handful. Like, you can no. eat a few, because then it, yes. then it feels like you're eating butter. But oh, That's pretty cool. I'm a big fan of the peep. It's got to be stale for me. I don't know. Yeah. All right, well, here's a Chick-fil-A story off the Huffington Post. Friends over at Huffington. Chick-fil-A's new cell phone Uh coops are all about well-being. They're making a deal with people and giving this little, like, box, you know, like a little to-go box or whatever, and if you put your cell phones in there and eat your whole meal without using your cell phones, each one at the table gets a small ice cream cone. Very cool. But it's just trying to get people, because it is ridiculous. I, I went to Outback, actually, like Friday or Saturday or something. We were out in Jersey. And uh, Mary actually, oh no, it was Thursday. Mary actually read for Dr. Seuss's birthday at the Elizabeth Library. The cat in the hat, Phoenix and No, some weird one. I never, uh, Horton, Horton hatches an egg. Uh, Just going to say Horton, he has a who? You're the same guy, but he hatches an egg and it turns out to be an elephant egg and hunters wanted to kill him and they sold him to the circus. It was pretty cool. But it was wild. So we went to the Outback and was sitting there and I looked at every table. And it was everyone's heads were down and everyone's faces were blue from looking at their cell phones, not talking to each other. It was driving me fucking crazy. I, about two years ago, I remember going out on a date with this chick and she kept playing with her phone. So it's very nice. I said to her, excuse me, sweet, let me see your phone. I took her phone. I licked the back of it. I stuck it to my forehead. I said, now maybe you'll have a fucking conversation with me. Threw a $50 bill down on the table. Took the phone off my head and said, dinner's on me. I'm not interested. I walked out. Ugh. Because I, I was like, and she was hot. She was a kid, but I'm like, really, like, you're talking and you're not even paying attention. Like, you're too busy playing words with friends and texting your fucking girlfriend and taking selfies in the middle of a conversation. Uh, like, like, come on, grow up. Unbelievable. Now, I understand sometimes you got to get on your phone or 
you know, you get a text or they're okay, it's you know right. show some respect yeah. to the person that you with and the people around you. Unbelievable. All right, well we got more Whole Foods stories. These people are just amazing me now. Whole Foods accused of destroying evidence in yogurt lawsuit. Apparently <laughs> Yeah. They were in the midst of a strange court battle involving yogurt. Last month, a federal judge in Texas ended a two-year lawsuit against the Austin-based grocery chain Whole Foods, shutting down plaintiffs who claimed the pricey grocer had mislabeled the product's sugar content. So, you know, and now they're trying to put them back out there. And, you know, just people are going crazy. Just the law firm responsible for this motion is the same one that sued Subway for selling 11-inch foot-long subs. (laughs) Yes. Why is everyone just don't buy the product? Why you got to try to sue all the time? Yeah, because you know what? It ain't even about the suing. It's the fact that they're getting over on an inch. That hurts me too. Yeah. We got another caller calling in. Yes, we do. Let's pick it up and see who this is. All right. Hey, Ed, you're chewing the fat with big and beefy. What's up, fellas? How you doing? What's going on, my friend? How the hell are you? None. How are things going up there in, uh, you know, sunny New York? Everything going all right? Everything going fine? Ah, New York is beautiful today. I don't know about the fucking sunny part. Today was actually uh, pretty sunny. <laughs> yes, beautiful. Uh, yeah. It was beautiful today. Uh, maybe about, I don't know, it was about 50-something degrees. Yeah, almost 50 nice. degrees. Yeah, it was very nice. And it's going to yeah. be... Uh, Philomena's giving it 56 right now, so she's right. It was probably over 62, 62 yeah. degrees today. Nice. Yeah. Oh, man, you guys are enjoying the nice balmy weather up there. I should come up. Uh, now, now, where are you, in Texas or something? Uh, no, no, no. I'm down in Philly. I'm straight down 95. Philly, okay, yeah. yeah. I don't know why I just said Texas. Because we were just talking about yeah, Whole Foods. I, 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 I got that all the time. You know, big Pollocks like me get confused for Texans, you know. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I was just down in Philly not too long ago for the first time, and I fucking love it down there. Oh, Philly's a great place, man. Yeah. Absolutely great place. Great food. Great yeah, food. you made it back. Oh, yeah. Well, I actually went there on Thanksgiving. Me and my girl just got away from all the regular shit. Went down and stayed in dead in downtown or historic Philly or whatever, and just bounced around and drank and ate for days. Oh, okay, nice, nice, nice. You just didn't you yeah. didn't become a statistic with one of the drunk drivers. It's good to see. Nice. No, no. I'm, I could have added to it, but I won't. <laughs> right, so we got we got you on the air, season fifteen, Hell's Kitchen. We answers to everybody, you know. What the hell made you go on Hell's Kitchen, man? What, what's I mean? Did you do well, watch the show before? Or did you just? Have a suicide mission, or it's not like you wanted to get on TV. Well, well, I mean, what it, makes it, you want to go on? Kind of, it's kind of funny to begin with. Um, I've watched probably one complete episode, or not episode, uh, one complete season of Hell's Kitchen in my life, and it was years ago. And probably about five or six years ago, they had an open call down here in Philly at the Sheridan. I went okay. down, you know, I had my chef whites on and everything. And completely bomb the fucking thing. I, 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 you know, the rocks outside in the cigarette gravel pit had more of a character than I did that day. And I just totally bombed it. And then uh, two years ago, I'm working at this bar in Fishtown over here in Philly. And it's a Sunday. A buddy of mine got me the job. He was the chef there. And the owner comes back. My buddy was off that day. So the owner comes back and said, hey, talk to these guys, will you? Like, who is it? Like, representatives from, uh, from a show. What show? The hell's kicking out these fuckers. <laughs> so I was like, you know what? I'm going to humor them. I'm going to humor them. So I pull them out of my I'm like, all right, what the fuck do you want? And I just sat them down and looked at them. They did their spiel. I gave them my information. And 
from that point on until I got the call, my entire motto was, fuck it. <laughs> yeah. Yes. You, you got to be that way, man. You can't uh, yeah. with all the shows now. You just got to be, not have a care in the world, because it doesn't matter how you act. They're going to show you how they want to show you anyway. Yeah. But you get their attention by being an ass, and then they're like, wow, this guy's good well, TV. The weird thing was, too, like, I bombed my first interview, too. I mean, she literally, I mean, I had the two twins, Debbie and Lisa. Yeah, 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 and yeah. yeah. She literally threw me up against the wall and got right in my face where her lips were almost on my lips. She goes, and then she shoved me away. She goes, why the fuck do you want to be on my show? And I swear <laughs> to God, you know, I was like, humana, humana, Ed Norton. I was like, um, um, I have no fucking idea why I want to be on your show. You didn't know whether to answer or just some bucket Yeah, I couldn't even, like, I just bombed. And oddly enough, I went for something else right after that. And she goes, come on. She's like, why do you act this way during Hell's Kitchen? Like, I'll put you on immediately. So I didn't think nothing of it. I figured out bullshit. I'm driving one day, and I got the call to come in. It's like, just come in. We're going to put you on tape. You don't have to wait. Come in. We'll send it right to L.A. And sure enough, and I didn't even, still then, you don't even think you're going to get it at that point. It ain't real until it's real. You know? Yeah. It, oh, it, it isn't real until it's real. Yep. I, I was sitting in my room three days after I came back from L.A., and then I wake up one day, and it finally hit me. Holy shit. I was out in California. I was on Hell's Kitchen. Now, did they well, yeah, yeah, exactly, right? You, you, you're like, fuck it. I, I did it. I was on it. Bam. Now now you got the fever. Yeah, now, how did they tell you you got on? Did they call you or did they show up at your house? Uh, I, I got a call. I got a call. They showed up at my house, man. <laughs> and I got off the Hell elevator. I got off the elevator. I'm on the cell phone. And all of a sudden, there's cameras and lights flick on. They're like, that's him. That's him. And I'm like, I just dropped my phone. I put my hands in the air. I'm like, I didn't do anything. I don't know anybody. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Get out of my hallway. <laughs> you know, the lady's like whispering to me. She's like, Hell's Kitchen. I'm like, what? She's like, Hell's Kitchen. I'm like, what? She's like, Hell's fucking Kitchen. I'm like, okay, <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> you know, but it's weird. You don't think, even until you get on the plane. You know what I'm saying? The day you're on the plane is when it becomes real. That's yeah, when it the fuck that. It was almost like, um, I don't even know what to compare it to. You know, it's, I would say going away to college, but, you know, you already know, kind of know what you're getting into. I, I think it's like the exactly. first day of kindergarten. You don't know shit. Right. You're going there, you feel like a, you feel like a little nobody in this big area, and you're just trying to uh, like make sure you don't jail. do the wrong thing. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You're looking out the window, seeing the LAPD, and you're just thinking of all the times they were on TV. Oh, Jesus Christ. Now, what did you yeah. think yep. of the whole experience? Did you have fun with it, or you aggravated about it, or, I mean, you know. Well, that, you know, I, I went through my shoulda, woulda, coulda's already and, you know, dealt with uh, the whole, fuck, I should have said this, or, man, it would have been better if I had this comeback, something like that. But, you know, I mean, I, I wouldn't change any of it. it. It was a blast. You, I met some stand-up people. You know, I met, uh, you know, I got to serve Dita Von Tees. Like, how many people can say that? And not only that, she left with uh, a smile. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah she, she's, she's one of my faves. Yep. But, yeah, well, that's oh, the cool, and it's so surreal, too. When it's all done, and then you're sitting in your house and your home, finally, you're like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm still getting people coming up to me every once in a while. Just this morning, I had a, I stopped by to get gas, and the girl behind the counter, I'd known her from places right around the corner from my house. Her little daughter was there. 
And she was like, oh, my daughter has something to ask you. Can you teach me how to cook and make pierogies? I'm like, oh, jeez. How can you say no to something like that? So you got these little fans. you got people randomly coming up to you. Yep. you got it, it's, it's like, you know, I'm not really famous, but I appreciate it. <laughs> right. Yeah, dude, it's, it's been four or five years since I've been on. I was on season 10, and I, I still get people, like, jumping at me and pulling me over in cars and waving at me. And it's like, it's weird, but you feel humbled by it. It's like, really? Like, you know exactly. who I am? It's like, all right. Yeah. I love people that come up to me and said, oh, I loved you on Hell's Kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> and then we're out there doing an article about me. I'm like, of Hell's Kitchen? And I'm like, it was never on Hell's Kitchen. <laughs> yeah, and, <laughs> and then everything else. Other, you, you then had those other people. Like, you're out with a few friends one night, and you got, you got that one drunk friend who's sitting there. Hey, 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 yo, this guy, he, he was on Hell's Kitchen. And then they look oh, over yeah. at you like, what's Hell's Kitchen? Yeah, that's just shit I hate. <laughs> really? Like, yeah. We did that to Clem. We did that to Clem. We went to see Kiss, and it was a, me, and I, I did, like, Chopped and Cutthroat, and my buddy, uh, John Serp, who did Chopped a couple of times, and it was Clem, and we were at the PNC Art Center, yep. and everyone's, like, looking at Clem and stuff, and they recognize him and shit, and then we were at the fucking bathroom in the store, like, in the urinals, and this guy keeps leaning over, and he goes, oh, my God, it's Clemenza. <laughs> so they were bullshitting, and then we, every time we would just walk around and go, hey, hey, guys, this is Clemenza from Hell's Kitchen. Yeah, but you got to say, a lot of people didn't fucking recognize you. Know, yeah. Weird. Yeah, I felt great. really out of place. Like, I, I had to, like, throw my hoodie up and fucking, like, try to duck in between rocks, and everything's like, Clemenza, Clemenza. Uh, it was great. But it is, like, the one big thing about doing these shows is you make, like, lifelong friends of the other yeah, contestants. Yeah, absolutely. No, it's, it's a fraternity. Yeah, it's, it's, it really it's is. And then fraternity. Yeah, and then you're lucky because, you know, there's other seasons, too. Like, we have on hold right now Jess from season 12. Well, season yep. 12. You know, when we've had Frankie Bellotti on and all these guys... And okay. everybody yeah, from about season seven to about fifteen, we had just about almost every contestant. season one. Ralph Pagano, season one, Ralph Pagano, yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's like, but you know what it is? It's, it's like everyone's cool because they're really like a brotherhood. Yeah, and the newer guys like Ed now, you yeah. already know what he went through. Yeah, and you get to see how it was. You know, you're in, you're in the circle now. You can ask any house kitchen guy anything, and you got somewhere, someone across the fucking United States <laughs> that'll help you out, take you in, hook you up. You know, it's just how it is, man. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's networking at its finest. It's kind of like the Italians when you're in the mob. Like, you go somewhere, you get taken care of. Like, don't worry about it. We got you. <laughs> yeah, well, well, down you're in the family. Fuck off, you. That useless sack of fucking Yankee Stanky doodle shite. <laughs> you're lucky my soundboard ain't working right now. Because like a doodle just throw it, the wheels just spinning around that kicking up. Right, fuck you, now, would you do it again? Would you do it again? Or stay oh, away from that one and yeah. try to... Yeah. Oh, I do it again in a heartbeat. I got a whole, you know, I'm, I was thinking of like a whole nother sadistic, uh, vindictive moniker to think up. Oh yeah, just it's, go it's in so there. easy. When you're done, you're like, oh, I shoulda, I coulda, yep. I yep. shoulda done this, I shoulda done that. I always get a case of that doing a show, and then when you're done, you're like, fuck, I shoulda done this, I shoulda did this, I shoulda said this, I shoulda said that, you know. But it's like you're in the moment and you do the best you yeah. can. But, you know, it, it's cool. So now you're part of a, a giant return, not even just Hell's Kitchen, just all cooking shows. You know, you're oh, thrown no, in you, that You're right there on the spot, man. You, you don't know what it's like until you're right there on the spot, too. You're just, you're normal. I'm normally sharp. I'm normally quick. I can normally come at you and just have a nice 
back and forth. Uh, uh, my buddy Alan from the show, me and him would have just these epic back and forths of just one liners. Oh yeah, Alan was on last week. Alan, <laughs> yeah, Alan was on last week, and I believe he's in the uh, chat room also. Yes, he is. Mr. Smooth. Yeah. Yeah, he, he he was he was mentioning he was going to uh, drop a line. So you know what you know what the thing is that nobody realizes. And this is and I say this all the time. And unless you've been on the show, is the only way you'll ever know it. It's not the cooking that's hard. It's the no cell phone, no TV, being away from your friends, your family, your girls. The sabotages. No, sex, no fucking whacking off. The bullshit sabotages. The asshole people you got to put up with. That stuff starts taking a toll on you and starts fucking with yeah. your mind. It's not that you can't cook, and some people honestly really can't cook and have no business being on the show. But there are a lot of us, like yourself and people that have been on, that actually can cook. But when you when your mind's got playing tricks on you, I'm thinking about banging my girl and going home, and I want to smoke a boob <laughs> and drink a beer, and I'm stuck on a set with fucking 16 fucking maniac people that I never met. Can't turn on a TV, can't sit down, and got some fucking British, Irish, whatever the fuck Ramsey's yelling at me. My head's a little fucked up right now. Yeah, well, that's the beauty yeah, of. All, all uh, I want to do is smoke a joint. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's the beauty of reality TV. They yeah. mess with the contestants, so you do things you normally wouldn't do, and yeah. you freeze and up. And they're real and, good at it too. They're yeah. real good at it. They're very calculated at it. Oh yeah. I, I mean, I, I dig it, but you know, like, at least you got to it. live with people. I just filmed the show that we were in our own hotel rooms and we couldn't talk or do nothing. I think I would have rather than that. Well, maybe, but then it was well, like, then again, after a week or two, that would start to play on you too. Right, because we couldn't even talk to each other, even when you're in rooms. You got, you know. It's oh wow, we weren't that shit. We were fucking uh, drinking and talking and fucking going nuts and all that other crap. Yeah, yeah there we were like so many times you can mess with housekeeping. Yeah. yeah. Oh, exactly. You know, you're doing now, like Morse code or going did, out onto the balcony. And did they give you the little book to write down what kind of groceries you wanted and what you wanted? Oh yeah. I fucked with oh, them yeah. so hard. I was like, prosciutto thinly sliced, eight ounce pieces of filet mignon, jelly bellies, but the red only, starburst, but pick out all the ones with the pink. I just started making shit up to see how much they would do. In the beginning, we I, actually did some of this. Yeah. And then they were like, all right, I come on. I actually had a brandy glass of brown M&Ms in there. Yeah, I yeah. I brandy glass <laughs> of brown M&Ms. Yeah, it was, it was, and they actually produced it like that. Nice. So where are you working now, Ed? What are you up to? Right now, I got a sweet gig as the head banquet chef down at a hotel down by Philadelphia International Airport. It's nice. actually pretty sweet and uh, starting to get into the whole corporate uh, corporate world of the culinary realm. Yeah, that's pretty uh, fun. Yeah, Years ago, I would have said stay out of the corporate world, but you know what? It's cool. And it's go for it. It's fucking where the money's at. The worst part about it is the meetings, about meetings. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah, we had exactly. a meeting about a meeting about the napkin on how the logo wanted to sit on the napkin. Whether right. We wanted it 20 degrees offset or we wanted it in the middle. And we sat there for nine and a half hours talking about this one day. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I was telling my guys in AA who go to less meetings. It's, 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 yeah, exactly. It's true. It's true. And the meetings are useless. I, I worked at a nonprofit as a chef, and it was like, we have a meeting. What's it about? About when we can meet next, about, you know, doing, <laughs> yeah. you know, a meeting. I'm like, what? Come on. Leave me alone. Yeah, but you, you know, know what? Just keep talk. in the back of your head, hey, I'm getting paid for this. I'm getting paid for right. I'm getting paid for It is. But I then the paperwork, the stupid paperwork they want you to do, I'm like, I'm cooking. And then when I'm not cooking, you're yelling at me, and I say I'm doing paperwork. They say I can wait. I said, but you said you needed it ASAP. Yeah. And then it's like, all right, you're going to get bullshit paperwork then. I always used to get bullshit oh, paperwork. Yeah. 
That's when I handed my paper with coffee stains and salmon grease all over it, and then they bitch at me again. I'm right. trying to do two things at once and juggle the whole world for them, but they don't like it when I hand in dirty work, huh? <laughs> yeah. I, I like the banquet, though, because you know what's coming in. The days of sitting in a restaurant waiting for customers to come in, I'm too old for it now. I don't have the, no more the patience. Nope. But a party? Oh, what do you want? Yeah, I know exactly how much salmon you want. If there's 300 people, I'm going to buy a third of this or whatever, and if it's not enough, I'm going to stretch it. Don't worry about it. Boom, boom, boom. I'll use last, you know, yesterday's party stuff, too. And let's get let's get Jess on the line and get some feedback while I let her say hello to Ed. And All right. I believe this is Jess. I'm I not think sure. it's Jess. Either Jess or Jackie. Hello, Jess. Is this Jess? What's up, motherfuckers? Ladies and gentlemen, Jeff Jeff Bogle, season 12. Yes, I am, and congratulations, Dave, for uh, coming into the family of uh, Hell's Kitchen. It's a really messed up family, but welcome, man. <laughs> oh, I, I, I grew up in a Polish household as a middle child. I, there's no other dysfunctional family I can't get into now. <laughs> well, I was hearing that at, at a urinal, Clemenza's getting recognized. I hope they use a shower, not a grower. <laughs> Unfortunately, I am a grower, not a shower. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I think I, I was a little a little excited too at the moment, so it all worked out pretty good. <laughs> oh God! Oh my God, that's disturbing. Uh, oh my goodness gracious! What do you have a nice prosciutto beforehand and maybe a little excited? I don't know. I did. I was, <laughs> I was thinking about a little prosciutto. There was actually a piece of prosciutto on the dirty tile floor that he second guessed picking up. <laughs> the, the urinal cake was made out of prosciutto, so I got excited looking at the urinal. I don't know. Well, you know the Italians invented the urinal cakes too, by the way. They actually in Italy they have urinal cannolis. Oh, oh man, it's scratching right? Ow. <laughs> You're gross. By the way, <laughs> I want to know who who was the taste tester. <laughs> the pastry chef just put cum in the middle of a cannoli and called it a cannoli cake, and then you you, you try to eat it when you're drunk. <laughs> Listen, and you're telling me I'm the gross one, Jess, with the cum-filled cannolis. <laughs> All right, hey, hey, I got a, I got a question of all questions for you since you're from Philly, and I ask everybody that's anywhere near there, what is your favorite cheesesteak place? My favorite cheesesteak place? Steve's yeah, Prince of Steaks. What is it? Steve's Prince of Steaks. Steve Prince's. All right, because when I go down there, yeah. I don't know. I went, and went to about four places. I had to get all the, the regular ones out of the way. You know, Gino's, Pat's, Tony Luke's, and there was another one out there. A couple of carts I ate at that had some decent ones, but there's one across the street from Tony Luke's I didn't try, or like across the street and down the street a little ways. It's like uh, a shack. Yeah, that's John's Rose Pork. Yeah, that's the one. I got to go to next. And they won these- best cheesesteak in Philly like three years, three or four years in running. Oh, nice. Wow. Yeah, because... Maybe uh, you hit the road one day, Burmeister. So take Big and BB out on the road. Yeah, right? Well, that's, I think, that yeah, gives the right uh, meat-to-bread ratio. If the bread's fucking good, then that, fucking, that makes the cheesesteak sometimes. It, sometimes it's not about the meat. It's about the, how the quality of the bread is. And uh, yep. you got to find yep. one of those great places with both meat-to-bread ratio. So you got to have enough oh, meat absolutely. stuff in there, huh, Jess? 
French fries with French dressing in France. 
Home sweet. <laughs> what are you, better off dead? <laughs> yeah, you're going to get a coronary. Love, Ricky, love. It's the international language of love. I have yes. French Peru. French, a little French, French, French. French dressing. And Peru. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the greatest movies. I love that movie. That's one. I still am looking for, and I can't find it anywhere, the Aardvark so jacket. Oh, God. The Aardvark jacket, and this is pure snow. Do you know the street value of this? He's skiing on one ski. <laughs> Best movie ever. It's one of my favorites. I love it. Oh, yeah. John Cusack in 80s movies was, was king. Better off, uh, better off dead. Yep, it was great. And then um, the movie with the record company, um, the record. Say anything. Oh, hey, high fidelity was high great. Fidelity. Yeah, high, high fidelity. fidelity. I and love then, John Cusack. And the one when he was in uh, Nantucket. Basketball player. Yeah. He was the right writer or something. When a girl was the writer. Yep. Oh, I was uh, gonna say the one with Demi Moore. That's uh, it. One Demi Moore. Summer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hot summer, I think. Yeah. It's um. One um, crazy hot summer? No, uh, yeah, one, one, crazy, cra- I think uh, one crazy yeah. summer. Yeah, one crazy summer. Yeah, I love that. Because <laughs> yeah, I, I worked in there, I worked in Nantucket for uh, a summer in this restaurant. Well, two restaurants, and all the spots that he filmed in is where I hung out. Like where the band where she played was the Chicken Coop. Yeah. And then, you know, like all the restaurants, the gas stations and shit. I was like, this is fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> And I was pre-cell on Facebook, or else I've been everywhere. Like, here I am checking in at uh, the chicken <laughs> the chicken coop. <laughs> or the chicken box, I'm sorry, the chicken box. <laughs> but it was, it's good stuff. No, it is, totally. I love him. He's, like, one of my favorites ever. I mean, See Anything is awesome, you know, one of those classic girly movies, but then all of a sudden he does Better Off Dead. And, you know, they do the, uh, what is it, the uh, when they do the hamburger theme, uh, you know, everybody wants home. Alright, well we got everybody on. Our top five today is your yeah, top five. Um yeah, top five deli meats or favorite cold cuts from the uh deli. All right, so we already know Clem. Brujuto five times. Brujuto, Brujuto, Montadella, Gabagol. I mean, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna go with like actual like Jewish delicacies. Well, I'm gonna go. Wait, I will tell you this. I will go Brujuto. Believe it or not, I don't like deli sliced superside. I think it's fucking bad. I will go liverwurst. Yeah. I will go even the boar's head buffalo chicken. I love it. I don't know why. Yes, yes, the totally, head, dude. Absolutely, it's fantastic. I have to go mozzarella. Uh-huh. It's like Italian bologna. It's fantastic. And uh, I would go and didn't slice of rare roast beef. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that's. I mean, I love a good, fresh, out of the oven deli roast beef, like rare. Yes. With mayo or coleslaw and shit like that on it, it's really good. I'm a big fan of that. Love my corned beef. Yep. Love the pastrami. Oh yeah. I love tongue. 
Like when they have the whole like this. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm a big fan. I love I love liverwurst, but I'm going chop liver. Like in a Jewish Jewish deli, little schmear of chop liver on there. Let's talk about a schmear. You even got a schmear. You can't be schmearing. Yeah. But I do agree with you. Yeah. Well, some of them. I went to the smokehouse and on the way back from PA. On, like, some highway in Jersey somewhere, and they have a farm up the street, and then I forget the name of it. But they had a million smoked sausages, but a good, they had their own homemade bologna, that, like, the turkey breast was actual turkey, smoked and sliced. Like, it wasn't all that processed shit, you know? Yeah. It was actually two breasts put together and cured and smoked, so it kind of blended in. Mm-hmm. But... You know, I got I got my freezer right now. I got the meat glue that is fantastic because you can make some killer cold cuts or like deli meats with that. Definitely. You, you know, we used to make we had short rib, veal, pork, and uh, I think sirloin that we used to meat glue together, sous vide it, mm. and then slice it down for sandwiches. It was fucking no way. Awesome. Yeah. Oh my wow. god, it was phenomenal. Yeah, but you're thing. like a big pork guy, so I mean, like, yeah. what are you, you're going to just say, like, drop bologna, and you're not going to say prosciutto or any of the you know, the Italian no, stuff or no. drop in? I, I do like prosciutto. I'll go to an Italian deli and get a good Italian sandwich, but I'm a big mm-hmm. fan of, like, these delis that they pull the corned beef, like, right out of the oven and slice it, you know, and, and yeah, pastrami. Yeah. It's all hot and just dry. Right out of the steam, and they keep it in the steam. Yeah. On the second hand. Oh, my God. It's good stuff, man. I love it. So those are mine, like the real right. natural shit coming right out, you know, like. Uh, let's yeah. Get no, I, got, I found this. heart attack over here. Uh, yeah, let's get top five. Pancetta. Pancetta, ooh. Pancetta, ooh, pancetta, yeah. ooh, she that's that nice. Well, yeah, but still, yeah. It's, it's, I can see yeah. that. They're Italian, I understand it. Uh, pancetta, Sean Cassidy. Yeah. <laughs> 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 okay. And meatloaf. I mean, not, not meatloaf. Meatloaf. Almost. Meatloaf. Right out of hell. Yeah. What deli is that? I don't know which Sean Cassidy. I know. And oranges. You know what? Actually, say olive loaf too. I love. I love it. It. Well, see if we did like our like corner deli things, it yeah. would be bologna, spiced ham, liverwurst, olive loaf, olive loaf, yeah. and Dutch loaf. The fuck is a Dutch loaf? It's like a spiced ham, but there's like pickle relish in it. Why don't I know about this? Yeah, see, that's <laughs> coming with paprika on the top. You gotta get stuff. me some Dutch loaf. How, how about yeah. this? Brujuta and mozzarella together, roll. You know, the roll right. oh, have to make right. the roll in motion. And uh, my top of my best, best, best one, mortadella slice. Really, really, really bad. Yeah, that may almost be my number one. Oh, I don't know. I'm going to put it down. Roast beef rare. Yeah, that's right. Rare roast beef. Roast beef, but it's got to be more because if it's not more, I won't eat it. I tell you the truth. I'm kind of stuck between mortadella, liverwurst, and that whole realm of. Like mortadella, maybe my the big one though. What the pistachios? Right. What all the fat? Yeah. Sliced paper thin. I'm sorry, fantastic fucking cut of meat. Right and now. sometimes bologna, but it's got to be really, 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 really thin. Uh, you want to go bologna? You need a deer bologna, a venison Ooh. bologna. Nice. Oh, venison. Yes. Yeah, I've, I've had venison actually That's kill a ham, which is a Jersey thing, which is I awesome. Like- 
Well, what are yours? Yeah, I'm a Polish community. Um, I, I like uh, a really nice. I like the. I I love boar's head. I grew up on boar's head. I used to hate, um, you know, cured meat, and my aunt introduced me to uh, just boar's head as like a staple. So I'm addicted to boar's head. I love it. Um, I do. And what about a good like, hard salami? I, I like that. I like to take the a hard salami, but only after a few drinks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what about the bossy in the can? Kibasi yeah. in the can. <laughs> All right. Let's nice. get back to serious. Right, else, well, what else you got there, Jess? Anything else? And we lost Jess. All right. Well, Ed. Hey, Ed. How about you? Were your deli meats? Well, I, I was listening in. I didn't hear one Polish deli meat, so I'm going to start with the two that I grew up on. Uh, one called Krakuska. It's like a smoked, um, I guess it will be kind of like a, a ham and a bologna type yeah, deal. That's exactly right. Out. I actually know what that is. And it's it's smoked. It has a nice little um, awesome marbling in it. And I, I, I seriously, I could just wake up in the morning and just eat it like potato chips, just pulling it right off the pile. Nice. I don't nice. even have to put it with anything. And the other one was uh, Chalanchina, veal loaf. Oh, yeah, interesting. We, we, yeah, we, we uh, really didn't know what it was until we grew up a little bit and questioned what the translation of Chalanchina was. But still, it, you put that on a little bit of um, marbled Jewish rye with a little bit of butter and mustard. Oh, it's so good. It almost sounds Italian, Chalanchina. Hey, <laughs> yeah, 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 right? <laughs> now, I got a question for you about Polish food. First of all, there's this one, I was in Poland, and I had, oh, my God, um, what the fuck? It's like, a, it's, it's it's Hunter's Stew, but there's a name for it. Uh, Beagles? Uh, yeah, 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 Beagles, I've had it in like 10 different places over there, and it's basically a venison stew and all meats and then kibasi, but they cook it for like five days. Sauerkraut oh, yeah. goes in there. Oh, it's so good. And what's the other thing? It's the meat on the neck of a pig. Crack, the crack. meat on the meat. Uh, well, like Polish crack ones? No, well, it, I had to do a Polish party, and they asked for this thing, and it was basically the meat. From like the base of the head and like the top of the spine. Oh man, it was something like crack crevites. No, something with a W. Um, Krakow? No, I mean that's a city in Poland. But I mean, you know what, man? That almost sounds like um, almost like a regional thing. Oh man, it was a W or something. Oh shit, Polish. Pork neck me. Let's see if this comes up. Oh my God, D Gates? No, no, that's not. Um, shit. But it was fucking delicious. I can't even think of it. Uh, yeah, a, a, a lot of Polish food gets a, you know gets a bad rap because of all the cabbage that's put in it, and people just say it stinks. But you know what? If you know you got one of those little old Polish grandmothers that have been doing this. You know, from their grandmother and so on and so on. It's some of the best food you're ever going to have. Oh yeah, I mean, I'm the same way with German food. It's, it's all like basically the same with the sausages and the cabbage and, but it's delicious, it man. It really is. 
Uh, the, the, um, there's actually three blocks from my house down here in Philly. There's this little Polish, it's almost like a cafeteria style, a little diner. It's a little, like, you know, row home storefront type deal. And when you uh, look behind the counter, you got a picture of uh, Robin Williams stirring a pot. He actually came down and picked this place out specifically for the food when he was here in the 80s. Oh, there and must have been a lot of knuckle hair in that food. <laughs> well, I mean, it's Polish, it's Polish women. You're going to get that regardless. But, I mean, it, but it, I mean it's we're, we're like in the Polish province of Philadelphia, the little neighborhood I'm from. It's called Port Richmond. And Ooh, I, grew, I grew up in Port Richmond and Staten Island. Really? Yeah, we have a Port Richmond. It's Port Richmond High School, and I grew up right in the heart of it. Uh, yeah, we were in Port Richmond, Philly, uh, and uh, we just got a new grade school, Our Lady Help of Port Richmond, and basically it's, you know, the patron saint of pregnant, unwed teenage mothers. But, uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> nice. nice. Yeah, I try. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, I'm a big fan of Polish food, though. I mean, it's well, anything I mean, that you can braise for days. It's, it's fucking dis- delicious, and and sausages, forget it. The homemade, there's a guy here that makes a homemade kibasi for his deli, and it's like the size of a ham, and it's the greatest kibasi and eggs that you ever had on a hero. Oh man, I I believe it. Oh. And there's some, a cool Polish deli. Oh, there's a Polish deli down the street from me, and I go in there, and they, they actually give me attitude because I don't speak Polish. But there's a thousand <laughs> different smoked sausages in the deli case that I, I like float in there, and I'm like, give me two of those, and they're like, yeah, yeah, you're like yelling at me. They got pierogies hot off the press. You just made them. I'm getting those. They wind up like liking me at the end of it because they spend about eighty bucks there. Now, I love pierogies when you take them, you fry them in butter with onions. Yeah. Fry the fucking yeah, throat, that's you the fry life. it, butter and onions. It's just, it's just fucking, my God. There's a bar around here that makes uh, the, the beer garden. They make pierogies, but they do it in butter and onions. But they saute the onions and then put gravy master in the onions, and they're like black onions. They're delicious stuff. Wow. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I, I do, I do uh, pierogies every Christmas. I'll do these uh, roasted corn, roasted Jersey corn, and a uh, lump crab pierogies in a vodka cream sauce. See, that's what I was just going to say, and I'm glad you said that, is most American people or most people just know pierogies as potato and cheese. And there's so many variations of pierogies. It's the Polish ravioli. Yeah, yeah it's the Polish ravioli. Exactly. Yeah. Well, we thought the Polish people had to make ravioli in Italian. So. That's why they fucked up. You know, it's, it's, it's changed a little bit. You know, but, you know, it is what it is, man. History says Italy stole everything from everybody. Pasta was from the Chinese. Listen. We made fucking pasta. <laughs> Pierogies, uh, you stole them and called them ravioli. No, 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 no. no. They, 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 just, the Italians are just overachievers. Italians are overachievers. They saw the little crescent moon uh, pierogies, and they were like, you know what? We can make a whole moon. And decided to make a whole moon. <laughs> yeah. We'll make it, and we can put them in a can. That's, what really happened is we made everything, yeah. and everybody else stole everything from us. That's what really happened. All right. Well, let's pick it. We got another call. Hey, you're chewing the fat with Big and Beefy. Hello? 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 Yeah, hello. hello. Who is this? Oh, okay. Hey, it's Alan, man. I've been trying to get oh, on the last half. Alan! What's up, yeah, Alan? Alan! We had a, we had a few uh, difficulties. I went to pick up one, and it was echoing all throughout the thing, so. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy, yeah. I mean, I made the shit. I don't know how to use it. Sorry, but, like. 
<laughs> so what's going on, Alan? You got your buddy hey, Alan, Yeah, man. I was just gonna say to Eddie, what the fuck do you mean you're not a you're not a star? You're you're not famous, man. Come on, man. Look look at what you've done, man. Think about how I, many people. I say infamous. I tell people I'm infamous. Oh well, no, that's that's even better because I was I was wearing them. Come on, man, you're you're a handful of maybe like what three hundred people got to do that show. I mean, anyone that gets to do any show, man, believe me, they're they're famous in my book. So, oh sure, yeah. uh, but uh, holy shit, uh, hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people trying yeah, out. For- that's right, and you get well, chosen I- top twelve. Yeah. Can I can I back up to the uh, top five of the meets, man? I was trying. I was screaming at the phone. I was like, what the fuck's going on here? <laughs> yes. Yeah. What are your top five? So, yeah. so mine definitely is mortadello, um, with the, yeah. uh, with the with the pistachios in it. I mean, I I grew right. up. Alan, I mean, you're I, slowly I, becoming my new favorite health condition. Health condition in that, <laughs> and then and then under that is uh, you know a good pastrami, um, and then uh, definitely a uh, a one to have, especially if you're from Amish paradise like me, is the Lebanon bologna. Whether either you have uh, Regular Lebanon bologna, the sweet Lebanon bologna, and then if you're lucky to have friends like Edward in the room, you have them make the deer bologna, which is pretty much the same thing. It's just with right. the deer meat. Oh, yeah. Um, but then, but then, dude, you right had me on mozzarella. Yeah. <laughs> but then, right under there, I mean, I pretty much clump all the Italian meats together, like your your gabagoo, uh, your prosciutto, uh, your salami, your your Genoa salami, and then your regular, you know, egg. You can say what you want, but I just like the regular. Uh, what do they call it? Just the regular cooked salami. Is that is that the right term um, for that? Yeah, that's um, you're throwing the cooked salami. salami. Yeah. you Because I know if you're from Philly, we grew up with. Uh, or you know, I'm not from Philly, but I was from the area. But we had a sandwich back in the day that we called a zep. Uh, I'm not sure if that rang true anywhere Zeppeli. else, but it was. Yeah, yeah. Or no, no, no. Just the zep, not a zeppoli, but it was just the uh, regular salami. The cheese, onions, tomato, no lettuce. With the uh, and I grew up eating those like almost every day. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah. I'm then a mayo guy is, too. Yeah. Mayo oh, out of yeah. all of my salami, yeah. my liverwurst, everything. I love mayo. I can do everything but on the salami. Uh, yeah. Salami and mayo is fantastic. I gotta try. It's almost insulting to an Italian, but I gotta try it. Yeah. I do. I do mayo, mayo too. I can do mayo on all the other meats. Love it. Yeah. But then my it's number good. five is just a really good, uh, you know, uh, smoked ham, like a real ham, like. Oh right. You know, not yeah. So, but uh. On the bone. You know. Yep. Ooh. Oh, you know that bone. <laughs> they love it on the bone. Or <laughs> <laughs> looks like the goddamn Flintstone bone. <laughs> a little moronic of fucking meat. Mind the mind the mind the tuna cam bone. Remember, Edward? Mind the tuna cam bone. <laughs> oh yeah yeah yeah. I'm, I'm I'm nine inches around and one inch deep. I mean, you're not going to feel me, but I'm going to rip you wide open. <laughs> you're not going to reach the bottom, but you're going to scare the shit out of the walls. <laughs> all right, well, we also do, now that everyone's got their meats out of the way, since yeah. it's, you know, I sat down with St. Patrick's St. Parade yesterday. I ate corned beef like I had five assholes. Oh, and absolutely. I ate it everywhere. And a lot of people mentioned pastrami, so I think this food fight is going to be corned beef versus pastrami. What do you like better? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's time for Big and Beefy's Food Fight.
right, all right. So yeah. I'm starting off. I'm going corned beef because I like pastrami, but lately a lot of places that have it, it's shit. It's like that processed stuff. They try to pull the wool over your eyes. I still got to go pastrami because the shittier corned beef is worse than shittier pastrami. Yeah, but I mean, some people put like that, you know, like put a bad pepper crust on it, you know, and it's falling. You, your slicer looks like an anthill at the end of it, and you got to clean it up for everyone that wants to fucking pastrami. Give me a corned beef. Cooking ginger ale. That is how I cook my corned beef. I said two ways. I roast it like I put like a brown sugar and mustard crust on it and okay. bake it. Oh. Or I simmer it in ginger ale. Now, how I do my pastrami is I go to Catch's Deli, put a second <laughs> empty in Deli, or Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I'm and with I you. buy it right out the fucking store. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I did, I did. I made a lamb pastrami with Ooh. my meat glue and a bunch of saddles from a uh, rack of lambs. That came out really good. Where am I when you do all this? You had it. <laughs> well, yeah, I did. It was fantastic. <laughs> yeah, right? I remember that. I do remember that. I remember that, actually. Yeah. Oh. So how about you guys? Good. Oh man. Oh man, I don't know, man. That's hard, especially right now. Uh, you know, the season. It's definitely weighing to corned beef, obviously. Um, but uh, man, I. It's basically I, I, the same just, thing with pepperoni. But <laughs> right. If, yeah. <laughs> basically, if I have my choice, you give me the best of one or the best of the other. I still have to go with pastrami because it's that pepper yeah, crust that I crave. It's, exactly. and, but it's got to be right. But if you give me the best out of the two, they're both they're both the same. But I'm going to lean to the pastrami. It's got to be yep. a hot pastrami on rye, uh, with the uh, all the fixings on it, man. That's that's uh, the well, way I got to go. Yeah. Well, I'm going with the corned beef for another reason because every house you go in in March has a corned beef in there, <laughs> now, and they're well, like, I'm, uh, gonna I'm always going to get a piece. I know that. I'm going to tell yeah. you this, and I'm not. I'm honestly not saying this because I'm Italian. I love corned beef pastrami on rye, but most rye breads don't hold up. I recently had rye Italian bread with pastrami on it. It was fucking unbelievable because you had that crust on the outside. It had that rye fucking taste. It held the meat. It didn't fall apart or get soggy Mm -hmm. on you. It was just one of the best fucking sandwiches I've ever had. Well, yesterday I was so drunk that I was eating... They had all these people had all the. I love the swirled rye, the pumpernickel rye. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was so oh, yeah, soft yeah, yeah. and fresh that it was gonna rip through. So I was making like taking one piece, folding it and making like corned beef tacos. Yeah, that's what you got to do. I'm pushing it to like a bowl, like a meatball. Yeah, and I was just, just shoving it down, like drinking Guinness and fucking the green beer is horrible because you shit green forever and you piss green. <laughs> and it's I don't know why they even buy that shit. Just buy regular beer or Guinness. All right, so we got two to one. So, Amina, what do you what do you like? Well, I'm gonna tell you this. Uh, here we go. Sean Cassidy. I only eat corned beef once a year, and that's the same patty thing. And I wanted to be eating it for like two weeks straight. Yeah. So my thing is pastrami, hands up. There you go. All right. All right. So it's three to one. We got it. Um, how about you, Ed? What do you got for me? I once worked at a Irish joint for a year and a half, and every two weeks yeah, I had some grind. Uh, yeah, I can't stand corned beef anymore. It totally killed it for me. <laughs> so, so I'm a pastrami guy all the way. Hot, sliced in, rye bread. I like a little bit of uh, Swiss cheese on mine. It's just preference. Yep. You know? Hell yeah. And, you know, it's got to be the spicy brown mustard, and that's it. Nice. How, How about you, Raven? You know? Um, corned beef. 
Nice. All right, we're getting there. Four to two. We got another caller right here. Let's pick this up. Hey, you're chewing the fat with Big and Beefy. Chef Lou. Chef Lou. Yeah. yeah. All the three, baby. Corned beef. Listen, go back to fucking smoking your vape and fucking making chicken burgers up there. Whatever you're doing. You're yeah. fucking Corned beef. You don't like this anymore, Lucifer. We'll love beef. Alright, lose the call. I'm trying to get you for three days. Oh, you call me and the, Not you. You've been calling me like yeah. at nine o'clock hey, at night. Who knows who he is? <laughs> yeah, and every time I yeah, want to call you back, I'm like, chance, he'll call you. I'll be like the middle of a six-car traffic accident, and he's blowing up my phone. <laughs> Why aren't you answering? Where are you? And I forget. I can always call him like. The morning, yeah, exactly. He's going to be up, but I, I always forget it. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm here. I'm here. So here's my question. You have to call into the radio show so without going around with what 50 million things <laughs> and making the most loudest possible fucking noise that there is to fucking make. Yeah, Lou no, works in a city. He lives amongst tons of cellophane. Yes, just like yes. cellophane <laughs> paper. <laughs> 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 I, I know he's not making up my life. Uh, How you doing, well, Lou? Right. I will call you That's after the man. show. I'll call you after the show. Oh, there's that all right, Bobby. I'll be waiting for you, Bobby. <laughs> Someone else is called in. Is that Alex? That's that's uh, uh, waiting for the call. call. Back in, okay. How's everything? How's everybody doing? How's Lou? How are you doing? We got uh, Alan from last week, and we got. Another chef, Ed, from uh, this season of Hell's Kitchen on. And this guy Hi, is great because he makes all sorts of stuff with uh, deer, with uh, venison. Yes. Venison oh, bologna, right. venison. Uh, he's trying to make a venison brujou if he can get enough coal fat on it. That's now, very interesting. Lou, what was the name of that smokehouse we went to on the way back to Pennsylvania that time? Oh, the nasty old crazy lady who eats people. Um, it was the smokehouse. It was something small. It was like a family, and they had a big history. In the middle of the room, they just had smoked pork bones, coal heads, ears, snouts. Uh, yeah, that was really intense, that place. Oh, man. That's Eddie's they had car some really good house. stuff. What is it? That's Eddie's car, the smokehouse. That boy's constantly <laughs> smoking. Hell yeah. You know what I mean? That's, well, that's Lou, that's, that's too. Lou and Eddie got to get together <laughs> and just smoke. No, no, no meat involved, just smoke. I'm ready, Eddie. I'm ready. Rob, I think what you need to hold on. What part of the planet are you on, Eddie? I'm sorry? What part of the planet are you on? He's in Philly, and Alan's from uh, from Amish Town over there, Lancaster. <laughs> oh, Amish Town. Like trifecta. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, bring the Amish down. I was, I had an, um, I was really, I wanted to go hang with the Amish like three years ago, and um, it wasn't as easy as I expected. I wanted to go, I wanted to cook with them, is what I wanted to do, because I do those big family cookouts. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And I was just interested. I, 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 I really, you know, just dig their culture and stuff. But anyway. Oh, bel- um, believe me, you, we ever have a pandemic or an apocalypse? Find your nearest Thomas guy. I'm telling you. Well, let me, let me tell you guys. Right? Yeah. I'm gonna tell you guys a quick true story. Me, my brother. They're geared up. They're ready to go. You know, they're no hey, joke. Yeah, listen to this. 
Yeah. Me, my brother, my father's wife, and my younger brother were driving up in Amish country, and we got lost. We pulled into this driveway, down this road, by this fucking whatever the hell it was, like a half-built house. And the next thing you know, we were surrounded by 30 Amish people with fucking shotguns kicking us off their land. It was the most scary yeah, this boring cocksucker. Jehovah's Witnesses are more interesting. Listen, Who did that to you? The Monachenia? I ain't got a fucking soundboard. Clem has no soundboard. I have no computer. No computer. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till next week. We got Alan on the phone. He's tech support. Alan, help him out. But mom, it's Clemmy. Yeah, so I mean, uh, that's pretty wild, man. I love Pennsylvania, man. There's a lot of, like, those cool side, like, smokehouses in the middle of nowhere. There's a lot of fucking rednecks. Yeah. Yeah. There's an area in Pennsylvania right on the uh, New York border. It's called Stalker, PA. And it's this big Boy Scout, like, whatever they do there. But it's, like, you literally drive right through the Delaware to go from Pennsylvania to New York. And they have these little smokehouse farms, like, dotted through the whole area in there. And, you know, who's smoking fish and who's smoking pig and who's smoking, pe- you know, beef. They all kind of do their own thing. A little, little area. Like, it looks like. The Hidden Valley commercial, almost, you know? <laughs> All of a sudden, you make this turn, this is like a couple of houses and three farms. That's Stalker County is called. S-T-A-L-K-E-R County. Now, only you is would know that one. Like Blue Ball? What's <laughs> that? Or Intercourse? It's right near Pedophile wow. Lane. <laughs> Pedophile Lane, yeah. Don't, don't forget about Virginville. Virginville. <laughs> That's right outside. Yeah, they don't downtown. fuck around, right man. <laughs> There's a bloody dick peak in Montana. <laughs> oh, Lord. I did have the pleasure. He's part Pennsylvania and part New York, the eel guy. He Ooh. Oh, okay. The, Right on the Delaware. very infamous. He, he was on Discovery Channel. They did a um, Food Network, did a whole thing on him. He's the eel guy. He's the only yeah. licensed eel catcher in New York. Nice. And wow. he smokes them. Yeah, 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 yeah. And every oh, year man, I go up to him and I I buy an egg from him, uh, from his emu. He has an emu, believe it or not. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's his wife. It's his wife, too. Let me tell you, if you ever want, if you ever want a good trip, like you go to his place, you meet up with him, you, you know, like he's a he's a war veteran, he's got great stories, he's kind-hearted, but he's a nasty motherfucker. I can't even. He just talks to you real, you know. Let me see how bad can it be? He's the only eel smoker we have. He makes great products. Salmon, then he does salmon, so, elk, eel, moose. He'll smoke anything. Every year you go like to the middle of the woods, folks, Stalker, <laughs> Pennsylvania, where Boy Scouts are, it's to buy a fucking egg once a year. You're a weird fucking character there, pal. Well, that's what he says with the Stalker Elemental. Why are you here? And what are you doing with crap in that rug in the back? I am nothing. I came for an egg. <laughs> the Stalker. <laughs> the Stalker PA is a whole other thing. 
the your guy isn't in stalker. The your guy is the other way on the double. Oh. Oh, all right. So, so you go up there and you go both ways then. <laughs> well, you could go both ways on the Delaware. There's nothing wrong that's with it. There's nothing well, like that's what it. he said. That's exactly <laughs> what he said. Those boys got me in stalker, are they? Those boys got you mentioned, they're not in stalker, are they? No, they, yeah. I don't know what they do there. I think it's a, um, I don't think they have anything there. I think the Boy Scouts of America own the land, but they rent it to regular campus. Like, you can just go there and you're... Uh, RV well, let me say the Boy Scouts you know? in America, as opposed to the Boy Scouts of China. BOA, man. Well, BSA, that's what they call well, Boy Scouts of well, America. Well, here we have a Girl Scouts. Over there, they don't have Girl Scouts. I uh, wish they did. Who doesn't like to eat a brownie every once in a while? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Speaking I mean, of which, I got a great. box full of Girl Scout cookies in my car. They came nice. in this week. Oh. Why are they in your car? Because they're they're covered with shit. My car is just filled with boxes of shit. Rob's studio just turned into the set of Fatso. Clem is like, go get the keys to his car. (laughs) 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 Get the keys, Philomena. They walk into Burbank's house amongst a pile of laundry by the side of the couch (laughs) with a fucking donuts box and a pizza box. Yeah, on the floor from there. You go. I, was, I was drunk. I came. I was drunk at the parade, and I came home and ate whatever was left over. And it was like pizza that was know. on my table for like three days, so it started curling up, you know, getting dried out. Man, had about four slices. Nice. That's how you do it. I never refrigerate yeah. my pizza. It stays on the freaking coffee table until I'm done eating it. Right, exactly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And the crust is actually enjoyable because it's really crunchy. That's how I do it, man. That's the best way, man. You don't have to Italians, heat it up nothing. <laughs> Italians invented stale pizza. They did. Cold piece of warm beer, the collegiate breakfast. The Italians invented oh, yeah. <laughs> The only thing I know that the Italians invented was surrendering. Oh. Oh. Wow. Ouch. 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 The Italians are everyone's before. best friend until it, something happens and then they surrender. That's just the army, you know. I'm not, you know, I'm not saying anything about personal. I'm not getting personal. Yeah, and then you have the Polish. I love the Polish. Nobody touches that. I, no, nobody touches the Polish army jokes. I noticed that. So I, I don't know what you feel. I don't know. But I know Eddie knows about a million of them, so I'm waiting. <laughs> I, I want to give my condolences to Ed because I, I just saw on uh, the news feed that the uh, the Polish national hockey team actually drowned during spring training. Oh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. 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 Uh, <laughs> was that right under the heading where a Polish man tried to rob a bank was. with a spoon? <laughs> I have there's a lot of Polish jokes you have to do, but you have to, like, you know, a Polish guy tying his shoe and all those ones. you got to, like, actually act it out. How do you get a one-on-plug out of a tree? Wave to him. Wave to him. There you go. There you go. What are you doing up there? What I don't are you know. doing up there? 
Break the leaf. Gotta love the Polish jokes, yep. though. They were, they were big back in the day. It was Polish jokes and Ethiopian jokes. Yeah. <laughs> Dying over here. Yeah, them, them Ethiopian yeah. jokes never really made it too far. Ah, you know what I mean? I'll hit you up with about five of them right now, and they were the greatest jokes when I was right, a give kid. Me one. Did you hear about the Ethiopian woman that fell in the alligator pit? No. She ate five of them. She ate five of them before they could get her out. <laughs> All right, I give you that one. Go yeah. ahead. What do you call an Ethiopian with plus teeth? What? A rake. <laughs> what, do you call an e- what do you call an Ethiopian with a dime on his head? Lucky. A nail. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Venetian blinds are otherwise known as Ethiopian bunk beds. <laughs> What do you call an Ethiopian eating a sandwich? Why? A show off. <laughs> what do you call a hooker when you already know? Full. A what? Full. What do you call a hooker with a runny nose? Full. <laughs> What's the worst part about being black and Jewish? I don't, I don't get know. It. You gotta sit in the back of the oven. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Sammy Davis oh, Jr. God. What's the difference between a, a Jew and a pizza? Pizza don't scream when you put it in the oven. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Come on. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> How many Jewish people can you uh, <laughs> fit in a Volkswagen? I don't know. A thousand four? Yeah, one. Two in the front, two in the back, and a thousand in the ashtray? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Come on, Eddie. Some words of wisdom, man. (laughs) Come on, Eddie. Words of wisdom. I know you got them. He's got more than me. (laughs) Hey, what's the worst thing to do to a a blind man? Leave a plunger in the toilet. (laughs) <laughs> Ooh. Uh, or the other worst thing to do to a blind guy is give him a cheese grater and tell him it's the newest novel. <laughs> like, I'll hang out my blind friend and hand him a Lego and say what it says. Apparently, every <laughs> Lego says, fuck you. <laughs> awesome, awesome. What do you call a German virgin? What? Good and tight. Good and tight. Good and tight. How about a constipated... How about a, a constipated Nazi? Wow. Far from pooping. <laughs> How did Germany invade Poland? Ow. They came in the back door and said they were leaving. <laughs> 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 All right, now that we got that out of the way. Check. How did the steaming cross the road? How? I put on the I put on the wrong socks today. <laughs> I don't get it. 
And he jerks off the first I got it. Now I got it. <laughs> the girl rag. Listen, I smoked a lot of pot when I was younger, so leave me alone, all right? Uh, well, I do have an announcement. At least I got an excuse. Corn beef Woo. eats out by one. Well, you have Ed, Alan, you, and Philomena said pastrami. Right. What about Tina and... You got Tina, Vince, me, okay. Lou, and Raven with corned beef. Raven, right. you cocksucker. <laughs> yeah, Raven, uh, Raven said corned beef. So, I mean, it was... We don't even put it out on Facebook or anything. Usually that's... No, yeah, I know. Get. Usually you get a couple of... <laughs> Only two answers, but uh, <laughs> I usually get a shit ton of responses, but I mean, put it out on Facebook, but my computer's still spinning. Oh. Tina had actually told me a silly back. I saw it. All right. But, uh, yeah. Is that so, going to be Lucy in the back? Let's see. Who has a television on? Let's go. So, Ed, let's get back to Ed for a second. Do you want to do any other TV shows? Do you have the bug now? Do you want to get out there and do any of these like, competition shows now? Uh, I would honestly give Survivor a shot. Not even, you know, hopping off the cooking shows, because in all honesty, I really don't care for reality TV or cooking shows. Go figure. <laughs> I hate you, brother. I'm on a million of them, but I don't like watching them. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm on it or our friends are on it. Yeah, yeah, I, I will go on a few of them and just, you know, just maybe ham it up. Just have fun with it. Now, did anybody see Restaurant Startup with Chef Robin from my season of Hell's Kitchen on? What was that? I, 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 but it was on already, and I can't find it. But one of the girls I was on my season of Hell's Kitchen, Robin, you know, she's a uh, yeah, top, Robin. Winner, right. top winner, yeah, yeah, top yeah. kitchen winner. She did Restaurant Startup, and uh, I thought it came on already. Maybe it didn't. I don't know. I don't know. That, that Restaurant Startup, man, it just disappears. Yeah. Yeah, lost amongst sure. the channels. It's not a lot well, of... Well, CNBC is the first problem. Yeah. And the second uh, problem is it started out being a good show, but like anything else, it's so fucking repetitious and it gets so fucking boring, and it's the same fucking thing every fucking goddamn episode. Change yeah. it up a little bit, people. Yeah. Well, we got a lot of guys we know are starting to get called for Beat Bobby Flay. Yep. Get out of starting to, you know, look for people for that again. But... That's that the only good thing about that show is that it's in Manhattan. So well, man, if you actually beat Bobby Flay, you you do get some recognition. You will get some recognition. Yeah, not that he's a hard guy to beat because I'm fucking Italian wise. I'll throw down against him anywhere, anytime, on any fucking dish, and I will blow him out the water. He'll, but he'll throw a poblano <laughs> in it. Man, yeah, he exactly. wins. Yeah. Yeah. It is his it is his production company, the Rock yeah. Shrimp. <laughs> I mean, even Gordon Ramsay, we did chicken palm. And Gordon's a great chef. I will give him that. The guy's fucking phenomenal. But he can't make chicken palm to save his fucking life. It was horrible. It was horrible fucking chicken palm. He made modern sauce with onions and shallots and fucking oregano. And I'm like, no. I don't get it. That's not how they do it. That's not what we do. That's not the dish, pal. But, uh, go up against that motherfucker with his beef wellington and a scalp. You ain't got a shot. Right. I just, just they're auditioning for MasterChef, 
in New York. Yes, they are. On the 11th. They're holding Master Chef auditions. Yep, you can't be a pro. No, I know. Did ever work in a restaurant? Well, we almost qualified for that. Well, now we do. I do. Now we do, uh, but yeah, the master chef is pretty cool. But you know, like John Serp went through three interviews for that. They kept going and putting him through, and then when he was almost picked, they went, "Oh, you cook for a living. You've been on shows. You work at a catering company. You can't be on this." He goes, yeah. "I'm a fireman." Yeah. <laughs> Which Johnny Serp is, I doubt he's listening, but he's got a cool little gig out in uh, the hop shop over in Staten Island, a craft beer place, and, you know, good luck to him. Yeah, good luck, Mr. Serp. Yeah, he's got some cool things on the menu over there. But, uh, yeah, so, I don't know, Ed wants to do Survivor. <laughs> so, Ed, let me ask you a question while we got you on the air. You know, tell us where you're working again. Tell us your Facebook page. You got a website, your Twitter handle, all that shit. You know, promote yourself a little bit because we do have some people listening. And, uh, you know, go for it, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm, just right now I'm working down at the Clarion Hotel down by Philadelphia International. I'm uh, the head banquet chef down there. We're already doing some great things. And right now you can catch me on Instagram at Insane Cuisine or Twitter. I just started a, that Twitter thing or whatever. I think my name is Eddie <coughs> underscore or Chef underscore Eddie J H K one five. Yeah, I don't know. I only did it a few days ago. Yeah, but, that was uh, me too. Yeah. Like, I did it when I was after the show. I was like, yeah, I don't know what the fuck this is. Tweet, twat, twit. What the <laughs> Insane Cuisine, Instagram, there it is. Insane Cuisine, all right. Just followed him. All right, cool. See, Rob, yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. I didn't even get the Twitter page open yet. <laughs> yeah, well, the, uh, what was the Twitter? It was, uh... I, th- I think it's uh, at Chef underscore Eddie J H K one five. A little bit of a mouthful. Uh, um, at Chef underscore That's what Ed. She said. Yeah, underscore Eddie J. H K one five, all one word. Okay. H K one five. I got Eddie Jacobo. <laughs> oh, I did dash. <laughs> the underscores on the bottom. <laughs> yeah. Actually, no, no, no. Oh, there we go. All right. All right. How about you, Alan? What? On my, on my twatter? Yeah. Twatter. Uh, yeah. My twatter is. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure my twatter is uh, Mr. Smooth, HK15. But I'm not. I'm not quite sure though. Let me go. Let me go. Quick check here. I don't really. really be I really don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know. When, when Gordon gives you that nickname, like, you got to kind of keep it there. What is my What is my Twitter? I'm wasting wasting valuable airtime here. <laughs> Freaking guys over here! What, 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 what's wrong with this guy here? Oh yeah, it's Mister Mister Smooth. Two words: HK15. Can't miss me. I'm the big Asian guy. There it is. Yeah, big Asian guy with mohawk. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right, 
And uh, how about you, right there, Lou? <laughs> I don't have Twitter. <laughs> uh, no, I don't have Twitter. I'm at Chef's Table, Staten Island. Uh, on Twitter or Instagram? Twitter, the Chef's Table, SI. Oh, all right, cool. It might be at the Chef's Table. Lou, you got six followers. What? I said you got six followers. Six followers? Yeah, I don't really twit. I don't really twit. I'm too busy cooking and trying to be fucking, you know, like make money. Uh, I'm only breaking your phone. He just got seven. I just followed him. <laughs> thank you, brother. Right. Thank you. I'm usually entertaining on like Instagram, you know. <laughs> but I, I'll, I'll start doing Twitter. I see that you know, rocking, rocking California. I can't find you. Oh, here we go. Chef's table, STL. No, that's St. Louis. <laughs> yeah, I can't find it either. <laughs> the chef's the chef's table si table si here we go all right we got sixteen followers now look at that he just jumped up <laughs> right you see how popular you get from this fucking show you <laughs> got forty twenty followers. All right, so what's everyone got going on this week? Anything uh, happening for the week and the weekend? Um, have you got a direct question? No, we didn't have a question. No, nothing. Just kind of like revamping equipment. <laughs> revamping equipment. <laughs> I got this new toy in town. You know, I've been playing around with that for the last couple of weeks. Wait, I told you to keep your deals on that. working out pretty well. And uh, that's it. I've been working. I've been concentrating on this Mayfair. This Mayfair is really coming out well. Like these schools with the Mayfair. I thought and, Mayfair um, was a website where you buy stuff on. It may as well be, but I know Mayfair is something that I'm doing with the schools on Staten Island. Very cool. And they're going to bring attention to the uh, urban farming and they'll do a little fundraising to get themselves some money to put an urban farm on their property. Nice. And that's really it. They're going to bring back the old school maypole dancing. Uh, maypole dancing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm leaving that one alone. And bring the a gay old time. Seriously. Yeah, maypole. <laughs> maypole. I just got, I just followed the chef's table in California. Who can't find Lou? Lou, I didn't know you, you knew how to All right, here we go. Let's see. Did you uh, say Maypole? Or did you say Maypole? Because Gordon hates Maypole. Uh, May, Maypole, not Maypole, not Maypole. M-A-Y-P-O-L-E. Maypole. No, I if you I Google. Was, I, was, I was doing a little joke on myself because Gordon hate, hated my Oh, uh, I'm sorry. That's all right. I'm sorry, Gordon. No, no, I mean, no, it's like six weeks ago. I'm sorry Gordon traumatized you. <laughs> <laughs> You know what's pretty funny? The guy Richard from Australia, the yes. dude, yes. keeps putting on my page all these uh, little Gordon Ramsay commercials. Did you ever see them? Yes. They're pretty <laughs> fucking funny, man. It's this little kid, like, trashing oh, the lunch yeah, lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Somebody's put on my page his hot blonde in line, picking her ass and smelling her finger. 
Oh, God, yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen that one. How come people are sending us ass things lately? Somebody sent you a thing about an ass-sniffing restaurant. Yeah, ass-eating restaurant. Ass-eating restaurant. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I saw that. Mary commented on that, Rob. It's a little old. Yeah, she did. I heard it was a shitty place to go. Really, (laughs) Burmeister? Listen, I got to put it out there. Yesterday, we're hanging out at the parade and stuff. We're drinking. And she goes, all right, I'm ready to go home. And I'm like, all right. I was like, you want me to go? And she goes, do what you want to do. I don't care. You know, if you want to hang out, hang out. What do I do? I hang out. Man, did I pay for that one. <laughs> uh, when I say do what you want, when I say do what you want to do, that means you're you crazy? Don't do you know you're getting to. set up right there? Yeah, but I wasn't leaving. I, was, I still had drinking time. It's like, go ahead, honey. You go yeah. hang out with your friends. Don't worry. I'm okay here. No, really. Go hang out with them. Yeah, that was like at 6 p.m. <laughs> and now she's walking yeah. kid. Her kids are walking with her. And she goes, can you believe him? And the son is like, you know, he's going to be a freshman in high school next year. He's like, what do you mean? What happened? And she goes, I told Rob to do what he wants to do. And he went, all right, so let me get this straight. You told him he can stay out. And he stayed out. Oh, and now you're mad at him? Home. And she goes, yep. He goes, wow, yeah. I'm learning stuff. <laughs> <laughs> for like a second. Unreal. So, you know, I got in trouble for it. But yeah, I still got to drink. I remember last year you got in trouble because we were at the school the day after the party of St. Patrick's Day blowout. I remember last year you got, you got fucked up. Oh, yeah. Oh, right, you had a whole wandering about town. Yep. <laughs> but I do remember. I do remember. I used to fly. When I worked in Florida and stuff, I used to fly home just for the parade and then leave the next day. I never miss it. I love it. I get to drink and walk around the street. It's right down the street from my house, and I get fucking high eyes. Nice. Um, and I'm usually, I'm usually with my dad, too, so... <laughs> We dance around and just get drunk in PA. We get <laughs> drunk in people's houses, go to bars, and just, you know. I actually met oh, yeah. one of my cousins the other day, yesterday, and he's asking me if, oh, you know this bar? I'm like, yeah. They go, yeah, they say they know you. And then we're walking. He goes, it sucks. My last name's Burmeister. But every time I say, yeah, my name's Mike Burmeister, they go, oh, do you know Chef Rob Burmeister? And he goes, yeah, that's my cousin. They're like, do you know the racist Rob Bar- Bar- Big Bob Burmeister? Once I hear my last name, they think of the racist or the chef. <laughs> <laughs> At least you get recognized somehow. Yeah. Because my dad just yeah, can't stop saying shit. Well, he's, he, my father's got a Facebook. Dad is fucking great. Yeah, my dad's on Facebook, and he gets suspended for 30 days. Every month. I like, think your dad's more popular than you and I combined. Yeah, he is. He really is. And he just says stupid shit and he flip flops. It's whoever he wants to bash it, whether it be the Blasio or the governor but that's what's or great Obama. About him. He's got this filter. He says what's on his mind. He doesn't pull any punches. He love people. Yeah. You know, to a point. Yeah, it's to a point. I just asked him to slow down a little bit because Food Network, is, food network yeah. is like, you know, investigating and yeah. stuff. Yeah. And he goes, oh, that's all right. I just have to spend it for 30 days. So I'm like, well, can you hold it off? <laughs> can you get 30 more days by any chance? Because they'll be like, oh, Obama should get assassinated. The Palacio's a cocksucker. 
is a picture of my beautiful grandchildren. <laughs> and they tell them we'll be playing at Pepper Jack. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, well, listen, we're down to the last three minutes. It's that time to end the show. Um, That's right, Thank you. Thank you for calling in, Alan. We love you too, buddy. You guys call in anytime. You guys bullshit. Say hello. You know, Tina, oh, thank you so much. Teresa, Philomena, Raven, Mr. Burmeister. Papa Burmeister. Who's that other guy? Uh, he has that podcast with that Clemente. Oh, Rob Burmeister. Rob Burmeister. And Raven, it's good to have you back, buddy. So,
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.